Geek Counter Geek is up next. But first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Espresso. French press. Mocha. Frappuccinos. None of these will be discussed, but all will be used on Caffeinated Comics. It's a weekly podcast about comics, movies, TV, and collectibles, hosted by a former comic book store owner and an ex-comedian. What a resume. Sometimes there's special guests. Sometimes it's just us reporting the latest geek news and arguing, like why I love cable. And why you're wrong about that. So join us each week on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network for superpowers and caffeine. Remember when you made those cappuccinos? Yeah, that whole day's a whole blur. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Let's get started. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. This is Geek Counter Geek. Geeks! With Misty Callahan and Keith Conrad. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Geek Counter Geek number 151. In your face. I'm Keith Conrad at Keith R. Conrad on Twitter, and you are Misty A. Callahan at Misty A. Callahan on the Twitter. Neither of us were good enough to get our name without the middle initial. No, no. It's fine. This is fine. And uh, on last week's episode, we were talking about uh, uh, the. The advent of National Treasure 3. Yes, and apparently everybody's excited about it except for me, but that's okay. Uh, I don't think everybody's excited about it, but but there's a number of people who are in my camp that yeah. uh, actually actually want to see the uh-huh. next adventures of that little this group of historical crime fighters. Things. Actually, more crime perpetrators, actually. Hi. <laughs> Uh, but we we did uh-huh. have a couple of responses on Twitter uh-huh. uh, as to who they'll you know what 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 the MacGuffin will be mm-hmm. in National Treasure Three what they'll be stealing this time because yes. the first time it was the Declaration of Independence yes uh, and the second one they kidnapped the President of the United States mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Lacey Fraser on Twitter said uh, the Louisiana Purchase ah okay so I guess the whole thing oh okay. Maybe aliens come in this time as uh, or the, the document. And uh, and uh, we also had a suggestion of the gold at Fort Knox. Ooh, okay. Which I can okay. see that, but but that'd that be one. one of those things where uh, much like a scene in the first National Treasure movie where they open the door and nothing's in there. Mm-hmm. That seems like that's what would happen. Yeah. If you tried to steal the gold at Fort Knox, because you know we're twenty three trillion dollars in debt. Yeah. Our amazing debt. Oh, so so depressing. Let's not talk about that, please. <laughs> this is uh, a depression-free zone. Please so there's a, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a, a, lo- a lot of news out of the Disney World. Oh, I thought we said, or at least I just said, that we weren't going to talk about depressing news. Well, so they've decided, you know... So somewhere along the line, the, mm. the folks at Disney decided that, uh, you know, we made all these animated movies. Let's make them into live action movies. Right. Uh, so, so let's make live action movies. You know, so uh-huh. they did the, the Lion King, mm-hmm. um, where they, the animals all had dead eyes. Dead yeah. Dead eyes. Um, uh, there was that- another live action movie recently. Oh, well, there was Aladdin, obviously. Yeah. With, uh, with Will Smith as the genie. Mm-hmm. Uh, in blue face, yeah, as the genie, um, and, and so um, 
you know, they also did Lady and the Tramp. They redid that, but they put it on Disney Plus, so that, mm-hmm. that didn't actually even make it into theaters. Yeah. And uh, now they're doing a live-action Pinocchio movie. Boo. Okay. And that's going to be with Robert Zemeckis as the director. Still boo. So, anyway. you know, Back to the Future, Forrest yeah. Gump, Contact. Yeah, still boo. Still boo. Flight. Still boo. Still boo. Yeah. Still boo. It's just, and the other one was Bambi, I saw. Yeah, Bambi will be shooting soon. Oh, ha, 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 I see what you did there. Um, I'm just, you know, w- with that, and then I also came across this um, this morning, um, I guess the reboot of The Crow is back on. Um, and I'm just, I, I'm just done can Hollywood just get a new idea? I'm just I'm done with the reboots. I'm done with the live action versions of like you know animated favorites or whatever. I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm 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 done. I'm checking out. I'm tapping out, people. I'm I'm I don't want to see any more reboots or any more. Well, then then there's a Fast Nine coming out. Fast and Furious Nine. Well, at least it's not a reboot. That's a, oh, true. That's a different one. But, yeah. Oh, I'm just... Can we just get some new ideas, please? That's all I'm saying. Did they, did they run out of fairy tales to about princesses to make Did they run about? out of imagination? You know, they kind of came up... There was Princess and the Frog, but they kind of put a new spin on it. So... That was recent. So, you know, there's going to be a, a live-action remake of that, too. Oh. Oh, don't remind me. We have that to look forward to. Yeah. It's going to happen. Just, just gird your loins for it. It's going to happen. Ugh. So, yeah. Um, let us know what you guys think. I mean, I am personally thoroughly against the idea of these live action remakes that Disney just keeps vomiting out now. Um, By the way, they, they already did a live action Pinocchio. It's those Geico commercials. That's true. Um, I see what you did there. Anyway, <laughs> um, let us know what you think at Geek Counter Geek. Do you like this idea of these, you know, remakes that Disney keeps putting out? I mean, listen, we all know that when this, you know, Pinocchio live action movie gets released or the Bambi live action gets released, it's going to make like a billion dollars. So they're not going to have any incentive to not keep vomiting out these remakes. But just as a movie goer, are you... Are you interested in that? Does that make you go, yes, I'm going to spend X amount of money at the movie theaters to go see this or not? Or are you like me and you're just like, no? Let us know at Geek Counter Geek. Or it might be something that doesn't even hit theaters. Maybe it's uh-huh. uh, like Straight Lady to Disney the Tramp, Plus. Like, uh, yeah, on, on Disney I'm, Plus. I'm thinking something like Bambi or Pinocchio because those are the older ones. Those will probably come out to Well, the, Lady the and the theaters. Tramp was an older one. Well, Pinocchio is probably one of their first ones. I mean, I think it's true. So it's that's big. So for them to come back out with Pinocchio, I'm probably like ninety five percent sure it's going to be in theaters. So they they did do Sleeping Beauty because that was uh, mm-hmm. Maleficent. Yes, but they did Maleficent, not the Sleeping Beauty. Remake. But but it was still that story. Yeah, um, that was like kind of like a that? remix. Yeah. Uh, so they haven't they haven't done a live action Snow White yet. Mm-mm. So, Whitey, you're on notice. <laughs> Ew, I'm just uh, I'm just so done with it. Anyway, so we have other news, other other entertainment news. Not to just keep beating the dead horse of all these remakes, Oma Gerb. 
So uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series mm-hmm. is apparently on hold for the time being because and, and this is what the, at least the Hollywood reporter was saying about it. Mm-hmm. There's problems with the stories. And according to the Hollywood reporter, the problem with the story is that it's a little too much like the Mandalorian. Yeah. Which the Mandalorian is doing well, so. Yeah. So, so like, what was he doing? Is he, like, just protecting Baby Yoda or something? Like, what is happening? No, I, I would imagine he's or protecting just baby, baby Luke. Baby Luke, yeah. He's, yeah. he's over there protecting Or, or they, they found a, a cute little thing for him to, to yeah. guard while he's on Tatooine. But I can't imagine uh, uh, Obi-Wan deciding, hey, I'm supposed to be here guarding Luke, but he seems okay, so I'm just going to guard this cute little guy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see that happening. So, no. so I would imagine that they probably, <clears throat> you know, had all these little adventures where he would sort of like surreptitiously be guarding Luke without actually being seen guarding Luke. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, wait, this is really just, you know, literally if we refer to him as the child, it's it's the Mandalorian again. Yeah. So. Okay. So I, I see that. I'm still hyped for it, though, because the Mandalorian was balls, and I cannot wait for it. Um, well, it's worth pointing out that there there was originally supposed to be six episodes, and now it's apparently cut down to four, mm-hmm. again, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And um, only two of the stories had actually been written. So mm-hmm. they hadn't actually gotten all that far in it. They had done mm-hmm. some screed tests and, you know, some casting, mm-hmm. but they hadn't really gotten that far into it yet. So the idea that they ran into a problem and they need to to revisit things, it doesn't seem like that big of an issue. No, well, no, it's also promising, too, that they do want to try to put out some some quality um, entertainment, shall we say, with the on the heels of the uh, su- success of The Mandalorian. So they're not just going to give us crap and be like, hey, let's just regurgitate these same ideas and these same plot lines and all of that. And you guys at home, you're just going to have to take it. And that that's just that. So I, I think it's promising that they're actually taking the time to redo it um, and just make sure that they put out a quality product. So, One other thing that's promising is the headphones and uh, audio accessories from TweakedAudio.com. Yes, they are also quality products. They have eight colors and styles that are available, mic'd and non-mic'd versions Plus, they're designed to sound great for both music and when you listen to talk like this podcast or any of the other podcasts on the Radio Misfits Network. And they have a noise-reducing design plus a lifetime warranty. Definitely go check out Tweaked Audio at www.tweakedaudio.com and use the discount code GCG at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. And of course, when you get those headphones and accessories, you'll want to listen to the other podcasts on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, like Steph's in the City. And Caffeinated Comics. Which, uh, by the way, they're talking about uh, Picard in that one, which we'll get to in, yes. uh, in, in just a hot second. So we'll have, you know, dueling Picard reviews. Mm. Uh, there's also Lasano and Friends, which is uh, uh, back for uh, for another season, and uh, uh, Meredith Keichel is going to be... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the guest uh, not the the guest oh, the, the co-host mm-hmm. with uh, with Tony Lasano and I was actually on an episode of uh, Lasano and Friends with her so that's, oh. that's kind of cool so you're big timing me is what you're saying okay um, cool. not really there's, there's also uh, flipping out radio flipping out radio uh, minutia men all sorts of good stuff 
Mm-hmm. Good radio isn't dead. It just went to a better place. Amen to that. And speaking of better places, Picard. We watched it. Well, Picard is not in a better place. When no, no. He's pretty in like an emo place. But... So, so it's worth pointing out that uh, uh, you were a next gen kid, as was I. So yes. we're, this is this is mm-hmm. our jam, as you say. Yeah. As far as the Star Trek shows, now did you get into Voyager and DS Nine or anything? Uh, or just... I watched some DS Nine. wasn't really huge on Voyager. It really is Next Generation <clears throat> that was my jam. Yeah, I, I uh, and I also I should mention that I I saw I watched all of them. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, my my least favorite was Enterprise. Aww. Um, I, f- I feel like if you're going to do a prequel, mm-hmm. you have to know exactly where you're going with it. Yeah. And I never got the uh, the impression that they knew where they wanted to go with it. No, they probably didn't. That's fine. This uh, is fine. But, you know, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because of that, uh, the Star Trek took a break for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a, you know, a couple good movies. Uh, Star Trek Discovery is really good. Mm-hmm. And Which, by the way, Picard. I still haven't seen a single episode in Star Trek Discovery, but that's well, okay. I don't think they've actually announced a uh, an air date for the mm-hmm. for the next season. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've still got some time. I mean, it's going to be. After we have Picard. to binge watch everything else, Keith. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're still binge watching Clone Wars, and then I got to finish up a, a Battlestar Galactica. You do. So much watching stuff to I, do. I, I think that, that both of those are about the same number of episodes, or about a hundred ish. Okay. So if you know if you're binge watching, you can get through through those pretty quickly. Yeah. We just we eventually just gotta... I have to get some drawing done, but back on the topic, Picard. Uh, back to Picard. Um, mm-hmm. You know when we see him, they they do a, a sort of an exposition dump mm-hmm. in that. Um, <clears throat> We know that he's not in, in Starfleet anymore, but he actually does an interview um, that that sort of explains everything. Yeah. And that it's, uh, I think it's supposed to be 10 years since the Romulan supernova, mm-hmm. which I don't know if, if, if you were aware of this. I forget if we discussed it or not when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, the, that's from the J.J. Abrams movie. Mm, okay. That's, you know, Spock is trying to stop the... Romulan supernova, mm-hmm. which is when he gets thrown back in time with Nero. Ah, yes, yes. And there's actually, speaking of which, there's rumors that the Romulan scientist that we see at the end of Picard is supposed to be Nero's brother. Ooh. Because he says, I lost a brother recently, too. And it seems like that's something that, you know, why would he, why would they mention that specifically? If it if it didn't have some significance, so some people have theorized that, and I will say that like ever since Westworld, yeah, people on Reddit end up being right about everything. Yeah, so, mm. so we'll we'll see if if that ends up being the case. But uh, he had a falling Picard had a falling out with Starfleet, mm-hmm. and he's basically been kicking his feet up on his vineyard ever since. Yeah, and you know he he doesn't seem particularly unhappy when mm-hmm. we when we meet him but yeah but he has he's having dreams about data and you know he he had this one uh, moment in this in the show where he said um that his, he's asked are the dreams bad and he's like no it's the waking up that's bad so yeah. you know and, and so clearly he's not thrilled he's not thrilled um and i guess in the in this um 
you know, in the show, we learn that actually Commander Data sacrificed himself to protect Picard. Well, we knew that from the last movie that they were in. Mm. That, that's where that, that comes from. Okay. Um, Star Trek Nemesis. So that was... Oh. Well, it's been years since I've seen that, so I don't remember. Well, gee, you'd think watching Data die would have would have made more of an impact. Ne- no. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, maybe right, I have to no. rewatch it. Really, I don't even remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one with the My Picard apologies. clone? The, the young Picard clone played by a Tom Hardy? Yeah, no. yeah, no. Well, Doesn't all right, there's another thing we're going to have to watch. All right, fine. We'll have to rewatch uh, Star Trek Nemesis. Um, but anyway, um, I thought, you know, uh, this the, the, they were introduced to a, a, a female, a new female character, Dash. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the way that they handled her was actually really fascinating. Like, you know, she thinks that she's just this regular person and, like, something clicks on in her and she's, like, this, basically this super weapon or whatever. Yeah. Very um, silent-y. Very, yeah. And um, she goes to find Picard because somehow she feels like she knows him. And, uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Um, but she ends up getting, quote-unquote, killed, but she has a twin sister. Mm-hmm. And I guess we learn through here that, I guess... Um, um, cybernetic beings or what have you like entities like data have been banned in Starfleet right um, and or just banned in general and this doctor was trying to create sentient um, robots basically or cybernetics what have you and very strongly I guess this doctor this uh, engineer or what have you made two girls and they took took stuff from like data's neuronic processors i don't know like a lot of technical his computer brain yes his computer brain to create these two girls or whatever so the one girl's still out there chilling and one is gone and now picard is you know, we're up and running at well, the races. Well, they, they set up some interesting things because mm-hmm. uh, Sochi, I believe, is her is her name is is mm-hmm. the the sister, mm-hmm. and she's in what what is called in the like the the subtitle thing the Romulan Reclamation Zone. Yeah, which is actually a board cube. Yeah, okay. and um, so it, it's it'll be interesting to see how how that all comes together. I assume mm-hmm. that. Uh, that ties into Seven of Nine and Hugh showing up mm-hmm. at some point in the series, um, and I, I it obviously doesn't look like uh, uh, Sochi knows that she's an android mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and I suppose she isn't. That 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 is what she is, an android. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, I I don't think it was an Easter egg and. Uh, a couple of interviews with the the actors mm-hmm. have suggested it's not an Easter egg that they they name dropped uh, Bruce Maddox, mm-hmm. who was the guy in season two who wanted to like take Data away and like dismantle him and so he could learn how to make more mm-hmm. and that and then there was like a trial to see if Data was human or if he was Starfleet property and yeah um, that was a measure of a man which is. Mm-hmm. Regarded by quite a few people as, you know, one of the, the better episodes. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, I, I looked him up and the, the dude who played Bruce Maddox, mm-hmm. uh, now he's teaching acting. 
Oh, okay. So he's like still around if they decide they want to bring him back. Nice. I would imagine he wouldn't say no. No, probably not. Probably not. So, so we'll see if he ends up showing up again. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised either way because, um, you know, obviously he's out there, so mm-hmm. he could show up again. Or Starf- uh, Star Trek is actually known for recasting people mm-hmm. randomly. Yeah. So we'll, that's we'll fair. S- that's fair. Um, personally. Um, all, all, all things said and done, because I know, like, a, a little prior to the release of Picard, there was, like, a little bit of controversy on social media, because, of course, that's all social media is good for these days, basically, for people to manufacture outrage. Um, at the end of it, I, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to see where it goes. I would like to see my, my favorite character, Jordi LaForge, make a comeback. LeVar Burton's still out there somewhere. He, he hasn't gone anywhere, well, so... That's the interesting thing because, so apparently at the time that like all the like the Martian attack went down, mm-hmm. he was actually in, in charge at the Utopia Planitia shipyards. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine that they would actually like kill Jordy just completely off screen and not mention it. Yeah. So I would assume he wasn't actually there that day or something. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, he has said that. Pretty much everybody associated with the next generation has said that they would would love to to show mm-hmm. up if they can if they can figure out a way to uh, to do it. And the one person we know that'll be showing up is Whoopi Goldberg, and I I'm mm-hmm. very happy about that because Guinan was like one of my favorite characters. Yes. So. Also, also Riker. Riker will be. We've, we've uh, seen his Riker, his appearance teased. Riker and Troy will be will mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, so not I'm sure. geeked. I'm excited. It's like not sure when that's going to happen, but no. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Another thing we're excited for is creating bonus content for our patrons at patreon.com slash geekcountergeek. Oh, yeah. So as uh, as oh. you've mentioned, there's a lot of stuff we need to binge watch. Now, I got through uh, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm-hmm. I need to find, like, a new... You know what a series I should get you to watch now? Because, like, I have to binge watch a bunch of series over in my general direction. You've basically only binge watched one with me. A new one that I can binge watch with you is, you know, because I like anime. So, mm-hmm. what's up to my anime heads out there? Um, Esca- the Vision of Escaflone. Okay, it's now, one of my faves. Now there was uh, it there has was, mechas in it. There, there was one that we uh, there was a movie that we watched, and I'm I'm drawing a blank on the title. Mm. It was a, it was an anime movie. Um. It had the Spirited big, Away. That's it. Spirited Away. I like that one. That was a good movie. I I like that one too. That mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. So well, so definitely check out Patreon. Become a patron so you can hear Keith's reactions to seeing things like the Vision of Escaflone, and I'm going to start in, you know inundating you with anime, and then you'll hear my reactions on. Bears, Beats, and Battlestar Galactica. And that's the reboot of the Battlestar Galactica, not the really old one. That's important to know. That is an important distinction I've learned. So definitely check us out at the Patreon. And another thing we're excited about is our our little side hustles. Yes. For for me, it's the Great American Novel. And for me, it's an indie comic book um, that I'm still working on. I finished uh, a two-page... Um, comics, just so I can get familiar with the Clip Studio Paint software. Um, I'm putting together a 12-pager, and I think I came up with an idea for the 25-pager, I believe. 
Well, that's good. So there's that. Um, I'm also right now I'm working on illustrations that, um, you know, uh, people can purchase. Um, and I am also working on character sheets for the characters in said indie comic book. Um, but even more than that, I'm really excited. Uh, the next up, our upcoming podcast, I have asked um, a veteran of the comic book industry to join us. That would be Kevin Sharp. He's worked with Marvel, DC, Dynamite, and he's personally working on an indie project, Dragon Guard. Um, I asked him to come on with us. He has agreed, so I'm really excited about that, so he can give tips to um, you know, artists out there who are looking to, you know, improve their craft um, and also talk about, you know, his indie project as well. So I'm really excited about that. And uh, I'm still in the editing process for uh, for Yield Great American Novel. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, so proud of you, by the way. Well, thank you. I'm so proud of you, too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hmm. Um, and uh, but but I have actually. So I have an idea for at, at least one sequel for that story. Mm-hmm. It was not like all that developed, but I had another uh, story that I, I wanted to start on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure um, I'm not sure how, how long it will be because originally mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, that it would be more than one book. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not I'm not sure. Like until I like sketch the whole thing out, I'm not I'm not exactly sure. But, uh, you know, it's actually, the story is sort of a combination of a couple of uh, uh, movies from the 50s Mm -hmm. that uh, are, uh, well, they're they're both, they both deal with fairly dark subject matters, but one is darker than the other. Mm. Uh, One is When Worlds Collide, which I believe we've we've sat down and watched. Yes, we've watched that one. And the other is On the Beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the beach is uh, is an interesting story because basically what happens is uh, there's like a nuclear war, mm-hmm. but this is actually in the era like when there weren't a whole lot of nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. So like killing everybody on the planet still would have happened, but it would have happened a little bit more slowly. Yeah. So you meet a a, a crew who's like the last submarine left in the u.s navy mm-hmm. who's coming up to australia which is literally the last place on earth that hasn't been wiped out by all the radiation from a nuclear war which they sort of hint happened by accident okay. like a nuclear war between the soviet union and the u.s but they literally say it was nobody's fault it just sort of happened by accident mm-hmm. and uh, literally australia is fine mm-hmm. everybody on australia is fine they're experiencing no problems at all but they know that they have four months until all the radiation makes its way down to Australia and they'll all be dead. Oh, so that's cheerful. And uh, at, at one point, the U.S. Navy sub is actually sent to investigate because they hear a radio signal coming from the U.S. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, they go there and literally they, they see firsthand that everybody's dead. Yeah. And they go back and, mm-hmm. and then everybody just sort of like lose their last couple of months just you know and, and literally everybody is fine up until the the very end oh wow that's a happy story and, and so the uh the the story that i have in mind is actually uh it actually involves like 
comets hitting the Earth. Mm-hmm. And so instead of a few months, there's like a few years. Ah, okay. Well, I do like that be very idea. Cheerful. I do like that idea, honey, but it's not very cheerful, but I appreciate it. Thank you for your entry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, seriously, I'm really excited for you. And, you know, honest, I really like this um, portion of the uh, podcast in of the fact that while, yes, we get to kind of plug our own projects that we have going on, I'm hoping that anyone listening can also just start feeling like, okay, I have this idea for my own personal project. I can start doing it. And again, it's it's not so much what we're finishing. It's just the process along the way. Hopefully it'll inspire you guys out there if you have your own project in mind, whether it's a book or a comic book or what have you, that you can take this opportunity now and just start. You know, it's uh, was there's a saying that I learned the other day. It was um, just progress in front of perfection because I guess uh, perfection never gets done. Yeah, finished is better than perfection because perfection never gets done. Boom, nailed it. Yeah, that 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 sounds like a a pretty good uh, mm-hmm. pretty good mantra. Yes. So, if you guys are out there and you have projects, um, definitely let us know. If you have like a a project that you're working on, like a book or something, hit us up at Geek Counter Geek. We want to hear from you, and we can highlight what you're doing on the show here. And talk about what your process has been like. Yeah. And if you have any tips or tidbits or, you know, just inspir- something inspiration you can share with other indie creators, you know, because listen, we're, we're all a community here. Let's help each other out, man. I like that idea. And also, I like the idea of uh, next week, mm-hmm. uh, before we talk to, uh, to Kevin, let's figure out what you're going to be watching mm-hmm. for uh, the pop culture blind spot. Oh, yeah. We had a bunch of movies I haven't watched. So we'll have to figure that out. Yep. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cabotron.